This week on the reverse stick, rules we all love to break them, forget them, misinterpret them, manipulate them, and others just make them up. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name is John Lee and according to the script, yours is Matt Allen. It is. Look, I know we've got to keep to a timetable. It's 1 minute 13 left of the Minsk I'll, versus 3-Rock game. I'll turn that off game. so people can hear the commentary. It's 3-Rock are advancing. They're 5-4 down with a minute and 5. Is my go. headset close enough to your... Well, there you go. They can pick that up. Go, Nick. A scoop up out over the top of the halfway line. Minsk in possession. Three Rock need to get this ball back. With 50 seconds live. to go. They're breaking away. The keeper's been dragged. This has to be a goal for Minsk to finish it all off with 45 seconds to go. Surely, no, it's been, it's been saved. What an incredible intercept from the Three Rock defender. Is this 37 your seconds. Audition for commentary next year. <gasps> Well done, Mix. 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 Yeah, it's because Three Rock haven't got the uh, Harlequin shirt on. Well, you know, oh, the, that must be the reason I lost. Wearing white. 17 seconds. Can't get it out of there. One last chance here. Pop it out. Oh, free hit. 12 to go. Switch it left. Straight onto the end of a mint stick. That was a terrible Hollywood ball gone wrong. Hollywood Four seconds. Ball. That's it. It's done. Is, is that... Is that what we're going to call crash balls from now on? Hollywood balls? So they don't call them crash balls? Hollywood balls! Let's get on with the podcast, shall we? Welcome, folks, to yeah, show hello. 213. Hello. Sorry, I am Alan. 213 <laughs> of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What a pleasure we it would, is to be here with you once we again. We were watching live hockey then. It's actually live and watching live hockey. There's a lot of live stream hockey happening there all over. Is. Do try and follow. Uh, Out of the USA. The hashtag, hashtag live stream hockey. It's everywhere, Amongst man. We've, we've got places. Pan Am Challenge. We've got the Euro Challenges. We've got uh, Malaysia playing in England against Club Science. That was on BTV hmm. yesterday. I think the, um, the the game from there, yeah, happening all over the globe, and it's great to see. Great to see that you're here joining us for uh, the Glow Hope Ho. Absolutely. What we, to talk what we got? We've got, a lot, we've got a big list of stuff for this week. John. We do. Hey, before we say anything though, big shout out to um, best hockey presenter ever in the um, uh, International Field Hockey Podcast, Podcast Awards. Awards those Ty- ones. Tyron Bernard. Yep, uh, well, Show 100. It finally came out. We, yeah, but we gave you a false steer so that it was going to be out the week before it actually was, but it yeah. is out there now, so check it, out it is Hockey out there Podcast now. 100. But we should also thanks say, get well soon, big fan. Oh, yeah, well, he's had a... a <laughs> A bit, it's had a major a bit, operation. A bit of stuff to deal with, um, but yeah, but on the mend. Did, it's all I, out there on I did, social media. I did, so I'm I did, not breaking I did, anything. That, no, you know. that's a private feed because you're a, a Facebook friend, probably. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Don't go sharing that. Sort no, of no, stuff, I won't know, go. The that could make details, people feel the, really. The, the man know. has been in hospital. He's had oh. a significant operation, and we know he's recovering well. And a big shout out to him, and well done on the hundredth. And um, yeah, yeah, looking yeah. forward to two hundred. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you for your overwhelming <laughs> support with that. I'm just looking at my list. We've got a lot to get through. You're just feeling um, intimidated by him being the most, you know, the best hockey podcast presenter ever. That's what I think it is. Well, look, there you was know. on the nominations, TRS was mentioned by two different people, and both of those people said Matt, not John. Yeah, I know. Um, you told me, you showed me those messages. Coming up later today in the EHL Ranking Cup, just because it's on screen, Mannheimer versus Hampstead and Westminster, Dinamo Akbars versus Rottweiss Cole. No, that's done. 5 0 win for Rottweiss Cole on that one. Uh, KC Dragons versus Surbiton. Uh, you can get that on eurohockeytv.org. And just in case you're a regular listener and you're wondering, it is 4.55 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. And um, Subiaco are leading South Fremantle 47 points to 25 with 9 minutes 50 gone in the third quarter Press of the button. WAFL no, Grand Final. Not news. news. No, no, not yet. We'll get there in a minute. Oh. Um, that's the news thing, though. I, don't we have to do well, no, but it's just, look, it's, it's a sting. It's just okay. broken up. We, we won't talk I can about play it. it again, we, we won't talk about news. We won't talk about Yeah, we can play it again and say news. Um, Hockey Week. It was the Thursday we recorded last week. It's been a while since we've been together apart from a, a 
couple of things that will come up in just a moment. But it was the club wind-up last Friday night. It and, was. Uh, you were there. I was Front there. and centre. Jinga, 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 jinga. Well, I guess I was a bird. Go on. We didn't play that. No? No. Did it sound like we did? Oh, I couldn't really tell you, you know, yeah, towards well, the end of the night. Most of our songs sound huh? I was up there dancing though, wasn't I? You did do I got, some again, dancing. I got, got a you few just pe- dragged you up there? No, I dragged, I was dragging other people. All the oh, young kids. They saw me get up, they went, yeah, MTMA, yeah. he's up there. Yeah, yeah. what, MTMA? MCMA. Well, they know me from the recording. Clo- 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 well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's you know, right. Oh, he's down with this sort of stuff. Even though they're like, they like looking going, I'm not quite sure the sort of style we should be emulating with that dance here, but they kind of followed, you know, the, the grooves that I, that I put on. It's a, it's a very difficult, uh, dance routine that you do put on. Mm. I mean, you know, it's not often you find yourself in a state where you can pull that stuff off. No, no. no. Good night, have by all anyway. Yes. Um, discovered there is a lockout time for the venue, so, you know, you can't spend as long as you want vacuuming the floor, because um, so the I lights the, go off and the alarms come I, I did do the right thing by leaving when you were making those coffee things. Okay. Yeah, they were coffees for the coffees. workers. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. We'll leave, leave it at that. But of course, The workers said they were very tasty. Of course, we were back there again last night, you and I. Uh, <laughs> as the patrons we? now know. Hey? Yes. yes, we were back there last night. So you get the full, well, some of the story, it's quite painful. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and support our hockey podcast endeavours. You do get Apparently some you extra, have to buy money for that content, ex, is that ex, right? Yeah, extra bonuses. <laughs> and there was a little bit of us um, us behind the bar at um, an event for a, a, an, an outside organisation in the venue. It was a bit of fun anyway. It was good. It was a lovely little community night. It was interesting to see. in, in um in juxtaposition to what I witnessed on the Friday previously, Matt. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, actually, what have I got here, John? Uh, have you got some audio? I don't know if this will go through on that. I'll just turn them. No, I think this is That's my, not this me. Is, this is my favourite tonight. That's not me. What song was that? No, that wasn't you. That was the um, the music from last night. Oh, so yeah, if, was... if, if look, look, no, no, look, so um, if you can identify the language being sung there, send it on a postcard to us at uh, Matt at the Reverse Stick dot net or John postcard. at the Reverse Stick. Yeah, you know, stamp and we're, and, on a lottery ticket. And if you get it right, we'll send you a sticker. Have we got stickers? Yeah, we've got those old ones. The we ones could, that we rub, can send them the a ones that, hockey clubs. The ones that weren't. Well, you'll be paying the four dollars for it, mate. Um, four? It's only three on the thing. No, it's not. It's three for ten dollars. You haven't been selling them at three. This is the problem when you get these apprentices to come and help out behind the bar. <laughs> I, didn't, just, they, I didn't. I didn't sell they, any free metal hockey club stickers last night. Give, give away your profits. Yeah. Give away your profits. Well, you um, do filling up people's beer. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was a pretty short measure. No, they never head on them. And and. The, which means you you shouldn't see glass above the top of the beer Where, when serving a fresh one. Wait a sec. Where's the line on those glasses? It's at the top on those ones. No. Right. Okay. No, we'll talk about not. the train. We'll talk about the further training modules. Should you get should you get invited back to, to do another trial? I've already paid and done the tr- further tr- training tr- modules. Tr- trialist. I'm getting the phone call. Watch out, mate. Forget I'm about the here. intern. You're the trialist, mate. Can I press the news button? Yet? Do it. You. So now we're going to talk some hockey. Sure, sure. Well, you are because you've got all the results. I've got lots. I've got some results. I've got the page up because um, we've, th- we've got that three-way tournament thing. Here. Well, I've got it on here, John. Um, hoof class women. No, uh, no, four, four, international four, first. Four games. Well, I'm here now. Well, you're looking. Uh, four games in. Uh, Dan Bosch sitting pretty at the top. Four wins from four, so they're on the twelve points after a huge seven-one win um, away to Bloemendaal. Last weekend, Amsterdam in second on 10, HTC third, and Hurley in fourth. Uh, Bloemendaal sitting very uh, well, at, at the bottom of the table with uh, Cam Pong, um, both with a draw each. More games happening there this weekend. John, some international hockey news, I believe. So there you go, breaking rules again. Oh, that's why I mentioned rules at the beginning of the show. And there you go, international first. But no, just, anyway, international stuff. We've got the Pan American Challenge going on, 2021, for men and women. And it's concluding today. In fact, the next game, or the last of three games, will be played in eight hours from now. 
5 p.m. Australian and Western Standard Time. And it will be the third, fourth place in the women's competition between Brazil and Paraguay. And a little bit later on, it will be the last of the round robin games for the men, uh, Mexico and Peru. And uh, in 12 hours from now, so... Um, what you figure that out? Uh, <laughs> Just don't say it. It will it's be like Peru up. versus Trinidad and Tobago as for the final. Uh, the winner of the women's side of the competition. Just a quick look at how things worked out, because well, um, both, both those sides now pro- uh, progress to Pan Ams. Uh, okay, so both, in the, in regardless the, of who wins today, in the men's side of things, there are only three teams involved: Mexico, Peru, and Ecuador. Of course. Um, Mexico and Peru are playing a little bit later on. It probably won't mean much to the standings as they stand. Mexico and Peru have both played two games. Ecuador's finished their tournament with four games and no wins and a negative 41 goal difference from their four games. Yep, you mascotties can figure that one out. Uh, Mexico have finished on, or are, are on top at the moment with nine points. Peru are on six points. Mexico has a goal difference of 38, Matt, across three games. Uh, and Peru has a goal difference of three. What's, uh, what's great is uh, how the Mexicans are ranking in the scoring charts, though, John. Oh, the Mexicans are doing uh, exceptionally well. Of the top ten goal scorers, eight of them are Mexican, and the top five are all Mexican. Uh, it's uh, Daniel Juanca. From Peru, who comes in in sixth place. Hang on, let me look at that. And then no, no, no. Leon Shola comes in in eighth place. Juanca. Juanca. I was close. Juanca. <laughs> That's right, Juan. Matt. Daniel. You know we get set up by this. Juanca. It's H-U-A-N-C-A. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say Juanca. You Juan. could say Juan. If you're Chinese, it'd be Juan. Daniel, Daniel Juanca. Daniel Juanca. If someone's from Peru and can tell us how to pronounce that correctly in Peruvian or the local lingo, Spanish, I Spanish think, word, yeah. or Spanish-speaking person, because we're failing in English badly. But the point remains, eight of the top ten scorers in this tournament on the men's side of things are from Mexico. Do you think so they've been pretty dominant, I would suggest. Do you think when Peru play, you you hear Juanca shouted on the field as, as often as when you're, you're well, playing? No, I was going to oh, suggest oh, that I hear it more in games involving <laughs> you. Yes, let's get on to the women's side of things. Uh, Peru finishing uh, on top of the round robin. Of course, their final coming up um, later on tonight against Trinidad and Tobago. They finished on six points, a goal difference of one. Trinidad and Tobago finished on five points with a goal difference of one. Paraguay finished on four points with a goal difference of zero. And Brazil in fourth place finished with one point, but only a goal difference of minus two, which tells me <laughs> that this was obviously a very tight little competition. Well, I can man. see you've gone in depth on your stats there, John. To a degree. Gone in depth enough to know that it must have been a very tight competition, Matt. Because no one's obviously flogged anybody. Otherwise, those goal, there'd be some sort of goal difference thing going on, but there's not. I think it's... I've just been keeping an eye on my, my feeds from the TNT hockey stuff. That yep. Yeah, I, and well, they'd be the, immensely the, proud that they've they've the, got that. The ladies, the ladies there were very happy in the change yep. rooms after coming off after the semi final victory. Um, Great to see for TNT hockey. Okay, uh, just on the goal scoring there in the the women's the individual goal scorers. Now we're just doing this off the cuff because I haven't looked at these figures before. Oh, but, really? Uh, the first oh. two top goal scorers are from. They're shared around Peru, Paraguay, Trinidad. Tobago. No, the top goal scorer is from Peru. Peru, yeah. yeah. Who uh, finished top? And yeah. but then second top goal scorer is from Paraguay, who yeah. finished third. Okay, we're talking about Trinidad, three goals, Tobago, two goals, two Paraguay, goals. Twin, yeah, but <laughs> and then the, one, one, the, one, 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 one. Yeah, no one's dominated, and but it's been shared around. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's lovely. It's good. Great. That's yeah, what we want. We want close, tough competition. Yeah. Would you rather a tournament where every game was only one or two goals or a tournament in terms of scoring 10 every now and then? Another t- as long as I'm scoring the 10, that's the kind of tournament yeah. that I want. Yeah. Look, it's not great for the fans, but let's face it, no. John. We it's don't not get, good for we, competition. No, 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 but we don't get fans at hockey. Okay. You got any more results? I've got, I've got loads of stuff. Go go uh, Give it to us. Men's hoot the classe. Um, Pinnacay, big 5-1 winners over SCHC last week. They currently sit in second on the ladder. Below Blumendahl, the opposite to the, the women's side, they are 
top of the Wazer after how many games? Five, uh, four games so far. Uh, they were three 0 winners over Rotterdam last. No, it wasn't last weekend. It was the weekend before last. They were two 0 winners over Kampong last weekend. Uh, Amsterdam four two up over Orangi Rude. Then Bosch four three against Rotterdam. Tilburg four one up against Hurley and HCGC two one winners at Kleinswitzerland. So as I said, Bloemendal top, Pinnacle second, Kampong third, and Amsterdam in fourth. Hurley. Firmly rooted at the bottom, four losses out of the last four games on zero points. Good stuff. You want anything else? Uh, oh, only if you've got something. Well, uh, there's a lot's happening in America. I'm going to get across this because got, there's heaps happening there, and I can't figure out what what actually is happening. Well, so I will figure to, it out. Go back and listen to the Mark Egner episode um, weeks, years ago. Euro Hockey League rankings championship happening. Oh, yeah. Right now, uh, Dan Bosch, 3-2 winners over Club de Campo in the first game. Minsk, as you've just heard there, 5-4 winners over three Rock Rovers. Um, women's competition, Surbiton got the walkover win, 5-0 over Pegasus. More coming up over the uh, the next weekend. Uh, underway in England, second round of games this uh, this weekend. Uh, I've got some results from, where are we? Belgium Hockey League, men's. I can't find the women's results that readily. It's, I haven't looked overly hard. Gantois, 5-0 winners over Antwerp last weekend. They are firmly rooted at the bottom of the ladder. Antwerp, Dragons 3-1 up over Leuven. A 2-2 draw between Daring and Leopold. And Brax Garter, 1-1 at home to Waterloo Ducks. Uh, Ori sit top of the water at the moment. 12 points uh, ahead of Leopold Dragons and Gantois in the top four and Twerp bottom Waterloo just above them with Beer Scott. That's your Belgian men's stuff, John. Okay, some things coming up because a couple more um, fixtures have been added to the international calendar at least. We mentioned the Ireland versus Malaysia games um, last week coming up on the 5th and 6th of October in uh, Hillsborough in Ireland. Two matches there. That's a men's competition men's matches. Also, uh, Republic... Oh, sorry. No, that's uh, France. I don't know why I thought South Africa, but it's uh, France versus uh, China in the men. No, that must be Chile. China. No, it's Chile, mate. CHN for China. Oh, that's right. Do you want to start all that again? CH or... No, no, no. People understand I get that wrong every time. Uh, It'll be uh, Chile versus France in uh, Lille. Do you speak French? What does that say? Oh, it says Lille. Yeah. But what? What in Germany's at Lille? It's Lille. Two, uh, two uh, matches, fifth yeah, and yeah. sixth of. It's no, yeah. the, what what, what, what Geneva's is a club? Oh, the club. It's yeah. not uh, of in, Lille. In, in Lille or of. Oh Lille, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Fair enough. Good. That's fifth and no, sixth and, of October. And it is and, isn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, coming up on the 9th and 12th of October are a couple of men's no. test matches between Wales and Malaysia. That's because it's two different venues. It's at Watanese and it's at Lille. Oh, two, two okay. Games okay. Same spots. as the, these and, games between yeah. Wales and Malaysia. One's in Cardiff and one's in Reading. Do you speak English? What does, Which is in what, English. What is Cardiff? And how do you say Cardiff and Reading? Cardiff. Is that a place in Reading? Cardiff. That in Reading? I'm not sure. Uh, Oh, it's Welsh anyway. Nine okay, inch could, Ford, mate. Nine how, inch Ford diff, that one. No. How could we, um, yeah. No, it's Cardiff and Wales. And Reading. That's where those two... Anyway, shut up. You're just confusing me. So you know that Wales then and England a, are two different countries? Hey. No, they're Great you know. Britain. The FIH Pro League women get underway on the 13th of October, as do the Pro League men on the 16th of October. No word there yet on replacement teams, I don't believe, uh, Matt, for the Australian and New Zealand. Let's uh, just click on the official... No, I don't think I've, I've heard that. No, there's Australia listed, so no, nothing official yet. No. Everyone else has been replaced for Junior World Cups. Yep, do you um, want to mention that? Because that's still news, the Junior World Cup. I think stuff. we did. Did we not cover that last week? Uh, I don't well, think we did. Oh, uh, definitely 100% Argentina or Ireland are on board for the South Africa the women's. women's yeah. And then the Odisha men's, not the Indian, the Odisha men's junior World Cup in Botswana. BBI. That's the one. USA and Canada are going. You know what really interests me is seeing the USA men's junior team in action. I'm really interested. Well, it was a very young group last time 
um, out that we saw them very young groups. That so. was at the Sultan of Johor, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sultan of Johor or some. Yeah, it was in yeah, Malaysia. They were definitely yeah. in Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, German results uh, in the women's league at the moment. Ulster sitting pretty, joint top with Hamburg, both on 14 points apiece. Their last outings, uh, Ulster were 4-1 winners over Rockvice Colm. And my eyes deceive me. Uh, for other results, uh, Hamburg 4-1 winners over uh, Lichtefelder. Uh, lots and lots of live streaming still happening. Check out hockeyliga.live. It's the most consistent club hockey streaming that you can get your eyes on for free anywhere around the world. Great stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, men's comp, uh, Rottweiss Colm currently top six from six. Uh, to get the season started, Mulheim second, Hamburg Apollo third, and Harvest Huda in fourth spot. League, uh, league games continue this weekend there. Um, any big results last week? 5-2 up for Colne over Harvest Huda. Uh, Mulheim 6-4 winners over Nuremberg. There's lots and lots of goals, goals, goals in the uh, in the German leagues, which are great to see. I, I find a lot of those results, you look in, in Belgium, it's all very tight, sort of yeah. 1-1s, 2-1s. Um, just interesting if there's a, some kind of comparisons to, to draw there or uh, it's just, you know, You're just start a plan, just making stuff up. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Well, you've done your list in a sharpie did, this week. Did you? Because oh, I couldn't find on a, a smaller piece of paper. I, I know, but it's very neat. It's, it's, it is. It's I neat thinking, with bigger writing. Well, I'm just and less of, room to write stuff down on. I'm thinking about the future prizes for for people. You know, so signed show notes and stuff. So you mean as opposed to the, the prizes we've been well, giving out now? Okay, here's here's something we must cover. Right. For the sweepstake for the Olympics, we had two winners, a men's winner and a women's winner. Okay. We had two people that are, let's say, close to us, that were there in total. No, 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 let me finish, let me finish. That, that were, um, we were hoping to receive some kind of Tokyo-related bookmarks, um, you know, goal, goal nets. Something with Tokyo. So Tokyo, for, for the respective winners of both the men's competition and the women's competition, that being... Simon from Talk Hockey Radio and Teo from the Half Court Press podcast. Now, we only got one thing. Let me blow this open. Okay. Let me blow this open. I was hoping we had a female winner is one category. Because what I was going to say is... Um, what are you talking about? You, you, can't, you can't... No, there wasn't a female that made it to the semi-finals. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. All right, I'm just saying, which, because I think if there had been, it would have made the decision very easy. It would have said, "Well, it was the female that came through for us, so that right. that should go," you know. But, but no, those those um, fake ASICs shirts are um, they're unisex anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we do have a fabulous prize for we one. Have a fabulous for one, fake ASICs. For one, shirt no, it's not. No, it's one of the shirts authentic but it's fake ASICs you know that's just the way they did it there by the looks of it um, got to save costs where you can particularly if they're, they're only going to be given away on stupid hockey podcasts um, so it's, we're going to toss, have to toss a coin and it's going to be between Simon and um, Simon's some coins. I'm going to preempt this Teo. by saying Simon's won well you know Teo can normally find some kind of way to um, cheat, you know, his cheat his, way, cheat his yeah, way in so we're going to go um, head for Teo Tails you know, if he for, wins, you might have a heart Simon. attack on his treadmill. It's a, there we go, Simon Tails. There it is. <laughs> it's Easy it's decision. actually Tails. Didn't yeah. Yeah, I know, look, well done. Put that up for the camera. Oh, no, there's no camera. Oh. Thank God for that. But you you did actually. He did. Simon, um, we'll be in touch and get your address and send you something. What are we going to give Tails? Um, not Tails. I don't know why I had him on my mind. What are we going to give Tails? Because he said something oh, nice about say it. Something very yeah, that's nice, why I went to mention him. No, yeah, no, uh, it, I think it came up on his timeline in fa- on Facebook. Oh, that that's right. In well, show 16, 16 of, of the, yeah, um, Taff was on as a guest. Look how the uh, hockey family's grown. Look how we've stagnated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've even got a podcast as well, now. Yeah, yeah, we've been overtaken. Oh, um, well, actually a long time. What were you saying before? Yeah. Um, Tell me about winter. What are we going to get? It's our ranking cups. Just, just got to mention that. Oh. Get online this weekend if you pick this up in time. Um, some... Great hockey there. Um, well, actually, whilst we're in Europe, 
they uh, the European Hockey Federation I'm had their Europe, Europe, Europe. That's all you had their just General Assembly, their thirty third General Assembly on the eighteenth of September. John, some notes have come out on that. Um, Marika has uh, reflected on great twenty twenty one Euro Hockey Championships, Olympic Games. Blah, blah, blah. Um, EHTV this year has had one point one million views, one hundred ninety one thousand viewers, and over one hundred six thousand subscribers. If you want to get and watch some of these games that are on at the moment, then get on and subscribe. It's free. Can I give a shout-out um, go on, go on. to something that uh, you were talking about before, or we were talking about before we recorded, because we had a fairly lengthy um, fairly lengthy pre-match routine. You don't want to hear anything more about Europe, and it can direct, you know, no, new, no, no, new no, Vice no. President Innes Cooper and Walter Cabinet, uh, ordinary members, or uh, new people. Thanks to those that did some good stuff before, and, uh, you know, let's yeah. keep, keep on keeping on. I do want to mention um, language, because we were talking about this before. What what are the biggest leagues in the world? The biggest league is is the hoof class. Yeah, you, you you would you would think. I don't know. I don't know what the viewing figures are. What's ha, no, ha, ha, no you, you this is this is something that you were, I'm trying to lead you into giving your rant, not right. you making me give your rant. No, it's it's hard. Look, we 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 talk about all sorts of concepts. It wouldn't be great if we had a show doing this and a show doing yeah, that, that's and how you know, it the, you know, all, all of that sort of thing. And I would love to know more about the top leagues in Argentina and see what the quality of the product is there. Now you can kind of see some of the Dutch stuff, and it's great that there is some visibility. But it's like the Dutch don't want to share it with the rest of the world. Um, it's very hard to get the content in English. There's some great content written there's obviously interest within the media and there's good output from the associations and the clubs but they do it for the dutch market and it's kind of and like only it's, the dutch yeah market. and it's kind of like it's a two fingers up to everyone else in the world we've got the best product you know as they we're not talking about the the, the national teams john well, certainly not the men's national team but we're talking about the domestic we've got the best product um you've got to find a way to come and find us as opposed to showing the, the whole world that, yes, you are the best best league in the world, putting out some content in English, looking to get that content available in different markets, um, and let's look and, we, show, and, and properly show off rather than, yeah. rather than being smug about it. And maybe I'm unfair unfair by saying that and no. keeping it to yourself. Look, we've got to qualify this by saying a we only speak English and. As much as many of you may believe otherwise, we are only monolingual. <laughs> um, and so we, we've got a certain bias or perspective to our, our, our look, outlook as far as, oh, we don't get it in English. I understand that's yeah. very valid criticism. And, no and, and, and hands However, up. No, no, hands up. We, we are both white, middle-aged men, men doing a podcast. In the shed all by ourselves because we have no life. But the, what, what I think about the fact that it's not in English is you're not spreading it to the widest possible audience in the sense that lots of Indian people speak English or can understand English. Why is India come on it? Hey, well, if we're going to grow it, grow the sport, and and that's going for Argentina and Spain, especially because Spain does a lot of um, broadcasting of their of their hockey. Yeah, and but it's hard to get people outside of Spain in starting to watch it and spreading the word more about the fact that all these great hockey leagues go when the commentary's not in English. Yeah, and, and, and that goes and the for stories english and, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. Because whether we like it or not, English has become some sort of de facto language across the globe. Not it, it, Hockey can say langu- whatever... language of the FIH, John. Well, they can say whatever they like. But more people in more countries understand English than probably mo- lots of other languages take China out of it. Because, you know... But you know what I'm getting at. But I'd love to see the top Chinese league with English commentary, John. Maybe you would be the man to take that job on. Well, I am a We could get you on a flight. Yeah, we could get you on a flight. We're all related. Get you on a flight out there to Liaozhang. You'd love to get me shipped off to China, wouldn't you? We could still do it remotely, mate. I'm sure we could, I don't know. Uh, What's it, WeChat? Yeah, we'll do it on WeChat. WeChat. Can't do it on Zoom? Oh, no, Zoom in China, China, mate. Okay. 
I don't reckon I'll be getting in just quietly. I don't think ever <laughs> that visa is getting the stand. I'll press the button. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, episode 213. Thank you for joining. If it's, it's the first time you've joined us, yeah, it's normally like this. Um, if you're back for more, then welcome and thank you for your patronage. Um, talking about new listeners, John. Okay. Um, we? Well, we are now. I reckon it might not be their first episode, but I reckon we may have a new listener. <laughs> Um, I didn't think you'd bring this up. Just based on a new Twitter follower that we received <laughs> this week. Is, now, oh, wait a sec. Where's our uh, rumour mill? <laughs> yeah, this is rumour. Ru- this this rumors, is the rumour. You, you're actually starting a rumour. I am starting this, a rumour. This is great. Purely on the basis of this <laughs> one person starting to follow our <laughs> podcast on Twitter. And you can go to at the reverse stick on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. This and, is an uh, authentic and, and, reverse and stick rumour. But no it, one told us this rumour. We made this shit up. Now, if you, if you, if you, if 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 you're that mystery, no, we can't. People can go and look at our profile and see who's followed us most recently. Ah, look, if you do that, that's fine. <laughs> you're uh, about to tell them anyway. No, I'm not. No, no names, no pack drill. Huh. Um, but this person started following us. I thought that that's until, odd. Until that's he odd. listens to this episode, that's, that's <laughs> odd. He's. Uh, He's a sports CEO. Let's say that. He's a sports CEO. And guess oh, what? Highly, ran- highly ranked sports official. Don't say CEO. That- well, no, I, he's not actually a CEO. I'm oh, just saying that-, that that was a subterfuge to. Oh, him. okay. You know, that's the, oh, well, that's, that's some, some, the- some people okay. down the wrong path. Um, cause they're listening. So they, well, I don't know, they mate. No, but, the FIH are listening. Oh, the FIH, yeah, definitely. They're are. always listening. Are Hockey Australia the drunk? Cause there is, uh, a CEO's position available there at Hockey Australia right at this moment. Okay. Uh, nobody appointed. We've got an acting, as in Michael Johnson. So what's that got to do with getting a tweet? Didn't get a tweet. I've got a follower. A follow. Oh, well, but yeah. From, an, from another sport. I mean, we're very niche, John. We're, I mean, we're, you know, pretty good Twitter followers. You know, we're 4,000 odd, you know, on, didn't we get, on, on Twitter. Didn't we get 80% some following uh, on oh, Twitter or something? All I'm, ask, all I'm asking we're you, John, niche. is... If you were, let's say, all right, let's pick, let's just pick a random sport. Let's say you are the, Winks. let's say you are the current CEO of Bowling Australia. Bowling? And they're probably called Bowling One now, I imagine. Um, Darts One. It, it continues, the one. Don't worry. They won't be happy until every sport in Australia is whatever one, etc. one. I can't wait till it's Birdman Rally One. So, Remember those Birdman Rallies where you had to make? But we we know from friend of the show Ryan Lennigan, former uh, former guest, and he's moved on to another sport. Uh, hope you're still with us, Ryan. No, I don't mean like we think he's dead. I, you know, I hope, oh. you're still, I hope you're still listening. Um, I hope you're still listening. Um, he got up to speed on the hockey world by listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I know it's hard to believe. If, That's uh, got nothing to do with him leaving the sport. Well, it? Yeah, possibly. But I've just got a feeling, you know, maybe this person from um, a, a, a high administration role in another sport is trying to gen up on uh, on hockey by listening to this show. So look, if you are listening, and it is and it is you, and you know who you are, um, can you just. <laughs> Could you please unfollow you know you us? <laughs> can you please unfollow us? And no, then, and then we'll know. And then we'll know. No, little no, wink. Don't unfollow us. We need every follower yet. No, Just be don't. a so- Send Matt a direct message because I don't have anything to do with that sort of stuff. And and if, you won't let me play with our social media accounts. If it just if it happens so that you are about to take on the role and you want a few pointers, let us know. Let us know. Happy yeah. to, happy to meet up for a coffee. Um, Let us know when you want it announced. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll do that stuff like, for you. Should we, should we do it now? Should we make the announcement no, no, on no, behalf of Hockey Australia? No, I don't think we should. <laughs> Let's just wait. It's just another one of those, you know, deep investigative things we do on the show. You know, looking at who into, likes you on Twitter to get into the bowels of hockey. Um, Mr. Doctor Batra, what should we go there? Yes, okay. go to Mr. Doctor Batra. And then we'll have a break. Well, we'll play a sting. And um, I'm going to talk about rules, mate. Okay. Uh, and one of the rules is you better be quick. Well, we've got a fair bit. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Mrs. Dr. Batra's um, 
birthday uh, last week, week before, lots of oh, photographs there you go, up on there. Another rule, birthdays. Uh, and no, I, I didn't. I wasn't wishing you a happy birthday. <laughs> just saying it was a birthday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's so kind of you. I'm just, Mr. Doctor Beck, there's, there's 25, there's lots of photos. Anyway, um, but he did meet up with Indian Hockey Senior Men's Chief Coach Graham Reed, looking very well in, in the photographs there. In the, lots of flowers? In that office. No flowers in there today. Uh, blinds are always drawn as well. Makes you wonder what's behind those blinds, doesn't it, John? Um, no prize being given there. Uh, coach, uh, ju- uh, junior hockey men coach, you know, of course, the the obligatory little plaque. Oh. May say FIH, may say Commonwealth Games Committee, may say Olympic Association, who knows. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and also, uh, who else? And uh, Srijesh, goalkeeper, 27th they met up. They discussed in general about hockey, its development, Junior Men World Cup 2021, Asian Games 2022, Paris 2024, and in particular about their... I've just got to click it now. Okay. It's not for dramatic effect. Observations on Tokyo Olympic Games. There we go. Mm-hmm. Oh no, there is, no, it is an FIH plaque going to uh, to Possum. FIH plaque. Yeah, that's the third prize. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, when, when's he coming to Australia and going to Belgium to give out first and second plaques? I I really don't know, John. Sorry, I okay. can't answer just that. Just wondering. Um, just want, just sorry. You just got my mind thinking. A lot of uh, international retirements this week. Well, it happens after Olympic Games. It's it's one of the things that happens. Rapenda's gone. Yeah, gone. Berenda Lacra's gone from India. Also, SV Sunil put out a, a, um, a post saying he's like, I'm not ready. I'm not around for selection now. Might kind of be in the future, but more. I think he made a point about I'm being on a, holidays. No, no, being available for the shorter format of the game, but doesn't say hockey fives anywhere in the, well, in the release. But the. Sh- the shorter format How of the game. How tall is he? Tyler Lovell, goalkeeper. So would he qualify for a shorter goalkeeper form of the game? After 10 years. It's got to be, <laughs> Come it'll, on. It'll, be, it'll be five. Get it? with it, mate. Come on. I'm, I'm giving you the material. Minks, Minks gone. Minks, he's retired. Sherman's retired. Um, well, are there any surprises there? There's an 11 frankly. Year, there's an 11 year old Dutch club, I think, that had a peak membership of 67, has uh, sadly crumbled this week. I mean, oh, men's team. A men's team. I'm like, I'm a bit, yeah. I'm a bit, well, boo-hoo, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, I don't like to see failure, but, you know, you can't get past 60 or 70 members. It's Makes tough, it struggling difficult. for volunteers. It's like, you know. Well, um. Maybe I'm a bit harsh with it. I, do, I looked at it, I didn't feel heaps and heaps of sympathy, no, which is un, unlike me. It's, uh, you know, cause no, I'm normally no, a very sympathetic quite, individual. It is quite like. Now that you're part of a powerhouse junta <laughs> at, uh, at, at a hockey yeah. power here in WA. Yeah. A rising, rising hockey power. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's, you know, you, you'd be looking at sort of smaller fledgling clubs like that nearby here. Oh, gobble them up. Yeah, just yeah, rip, gobble them up. <laughs> yeah, we'll suck, all your suck players, up all the players. Suck everything burn, out. Burn your old artifacts and yeah, club yeah. history. That's it. Yep. You're part of us now. Yeah. yeah. Plough their fields. You're one of us. Um, there was an interesting article uh, related to the Dutch men's side. Oh, a bit of doom and gloom around this week, John. Oh, they're laid on the scene with the doom, doom and gloom. Doom, 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 doom. Well, I said to you earlier on, there's a national shortage of um, clog, clog, clogs at the moment. Um, oh, yeah. Because of the, they obviously share the material with the coffins that are being made for Dutch men's hockey. Uh, national coach Jeroen Dalmay presented his new training group during a press conference on a Wednesday afternoon in the Wagner Stadium. He put it together after an intensive period. I've had a lot of conversations with players from two to three (laughs) o'clock. This is uh, from hockey.nl. Now it is translated on Google. I'm not using my Dutch um, translation skills. Thankfully, might be, that might be twelve to three but, o'clock. No, no, I've had a lot of conversations with players from two to three o'clock. So you've had an hour's worth. You're not going to get many in an hour, are you? Not when, no, you're, not it, when you're giving them the elbow. No, it's taken him twenty nine days to have. On Wednesday afternoon, Dame regularly One mentioned the collective, the commitment, and the unconditional choice for top hockey. Things that orange. All right, let's go. Things that Orangi sometimes lacked. Don't get me wrong. 
The boys were super fit and trained hard. But at certain moments, you have to make choices that are related to your sport. Zing. Oh, who do you reckon that name uh, When Dalme looks back on the games, he has seen a characteristic characteristic Orangi. It was not the true Orangi, but it was recognisable. If it goes well, it goes very well. But if it doesn't, the valleys are very deep. Unfortunately for Orangi, we have seen the second variant. It didn't work. Four players from the Tokyo group retired. Billy Backer, Mink van der Veer, and uh, Roel Bovendit and Glenn Skewerman. Uh, Robert Kemperman, Sander Devine, Finn, I never saw Finn, Finn, bad, the bad boy. Uh, Mirko Preusser, Jeroen Hertzberger and Sevi Van Ass are in a so-called on-hold group. Instinctively, they are not yet ready with Orangi, but not ready at the moment to give their commitment. With the new group, I can look ahead. The on-hold group can join later if they fit within the group and culture. That choice is mine. <gasps> Boom. He's going hardline there. Oh, yeah. New broom, sweeps clean. The door's still open if you do this a bit better, do that a bit better. But the comment... The, or, the, the, or, no, but the comment... Or is the, the door no, or is it the door left open? It, it, that comment is more, well, you're leaving us now because you're going off for yourself to do other things and you want to do other stuff. And you've got to be part of the program. Yeah, I don't know whether it's leaving to go off and do other stuff. They, they may already be doing... No, well, other, other, no that, that, other that, that's what I mean. Like, the, the players go, well, I'm just not going to do that. And and it's actually this leaving the door open is working the other way around. You're, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to work harder for the door to open. It's you that's got to work on me to get the door open. Yeah, I mean, the plan's got to be Paris, doesn't it? And that's, I think that's, in some other articles I've read, read that's been, a, been, been the case for the Dutch. Um, and that's what he's in there to, um, to go for that, you know. Well, that's... What happens, what typically happens in, in hockey in Australia is that first two year period is just opening the door to as many people as you possibly can. And opening the door as wide as possible. So that's all I see that. Well, as a 30 player group. guys are in yeah. form, it won't matter whether they're in the group or out of the group. No, and they've got pro league, pro league, pro league to tinker and play yeah. and blood players and. And, and how often have we seen guys in, Say or women for that matter. I'm I'm having a year off or I'm 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 leaving the group for a while. It's happened plenty of times here in this country. We, you know, it's sort of like officially unofficial players well, just well, don't I'm, get picked. As soon as you as soon as you said that straight away in my head, I think Maddie Hinch. That's, there you go. Yeah. So you know these things aren't unusual in hockey um, or any other sport. It must be said. You know, players do get coaches do look at other players during those breaks between major international competitions. Well, he's obviously new in the role there. We also see a few a few more announcements this week. Mark Hagar coming to work alongside Mark Knowles with the Hockey Australia Pathways program. Yep, um, so, you know, that's... Uh, um, David great, Ralph at England. Well, they, yep, the Scotsman David Ralph up, up from an assistant role into the England head role. England Hey, I've got an idea. Sure. I reckon that they've got to separate the GB role from England. It comes down, and, and comes do, down, comes down to the money, doesn't it? Well, well, it wouldn't be a full-time role. When, okay, so when do you start advertising for it? Okay. Now. Oh, no, they're going. But the... the there's, I don't know. It, it's just a, a weird setup that doesn't a few, sit well. There's, there's a few coaching roles to fill there at the moment. There was an article, uh, I think it was from the hockey paper, um, with regard to Danny Carey uh, and whether he should be um, in that men's head coaching role going forward. Still a lot of questions being asked about the Alan Forsyth um, in particular. You know um, what? Keep Danny Carey as England coach. Put a great Britain coach in there. Let let the three independent countries have their own coaches, and then have something overriding to pick that Great Britain team. Yep, you know, sure, why not? But of course, that's not how the lottery funding works, and that's the model that they've got to work within. Well, it's so also that not makes it different it's, too. It's, yeah, it's also not you know? as we but know. But that, that's the way you, in an ideal world, that's the way you do it. It's a bit like the Australian selectors don't pick the state teams. Remember, you know, when you look at it on a population basis and all or, all those sorts of things, you know, we, uh, state selectors pick their own little teams. It's almost like a country. 
considering if you consider the size and all those factors that are involved in how you form your leagues and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And why wouldn't you have a separate Great Britain coach that goes, looks at all of these national teams in the, and the top grades in each national competition and goes, oh, well, they're the best players. But when I'm picking them. When do they train full-time together, John? Well, the same way national teams in most sports manage to do it every now and then at the moment. doesn't fit with the English centralised programme. Though. Oh, well, gee. Look how much success that's bolstered. And don't well, it's a GB centralised programme. So. Um, centralised uh, programmes have knobs on them. You know that. Other coaching moves and announcements. Darren Smith, the... Um, the Black Sticks men's coach is moving into a high-performance role, so another one uh, up for grabs there, John, if you're keen. Um, Rob Shaw announced as Canadian women's head coach, I think it was, uh, this week. So still plenty of opportunities out there, people rolling around in the jobs past this Olympic uh, period. You had, uh, had many enrolments for the academy. You know, people looking to get ahead in the game. I'm just, I'm just all spheres of the game. Just working on the app at the moment. Are you? Yeah. Has it got rules on it? It's very important. No, I don't need rules. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I do want to mention rules. That was a very good segue and totally unscripted, Matt. I thank you for that. Congratulations. Um, Rules, Matt. Rules, rules. Our good friend. Um, Melanchino put up a post uh, this week. For those of you who don't know, that would be uh, Ashley. Shh, no, you can't say it. Okay. Both the same you might of... find it at the Not The Footy Show website. Just type Not The Footy Show into Google or Facebook or Twitter. In your search bit, it'll take you. And this is uh, time to give the fans and potential fans clarity. An article Melanchino's written about rules. Um, and the first line is, and I'll read this, it was the former mayor of Carmel, movie star and Hollywood director Clint Eastwood, who said, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone has got one. Um, Clint also said a man's got to know his limitations. I mean, which I look, think is... Yeah. What thing is, though, right. Scroll it back. That, you can make that a lot more concise. I mean... Yeah, he was the fair, former mayor of Carmel. You don't need to ride it there, do you? We all know he was the former... Like, no, we don't. He could, uh, he's, not, he's not putting former Dirty Harry star on there. Nobody says whole, a movie star. Well, former I, mayor. Are you saying he could have dropped the Carmel and just said mayor? I just don't... I don't, I don't think it's necessary. No, I think mayor... No, this is the problem, John. It's, it's, you don't need to bring politics into sport. Correct. Uh, but then he goes on to talk about, uh, essentially this article, read it for yourself, go to Not The Footy Show, as I mentioned, look it up, uh, and it talks about rules. And we've often talked about rules and rule changes and how we've got to simplify rules. or We, we have our own political standpoint on those things, don't we? Yeah, we've got fairly similar opinions. I mean, I don't agree. Now, the... the there was a couple of responses on, online on, underneath the blog in the, in the comment section. And, and as usual with anything Melanchino writes, it's uh, basically a lot of fact. He gets, he, he does his research and he is usually correct, if not right. And there's, there's a difference there. But anyway, um, a lot of what he says is, is based on the idea that we should simplify the rules of the game to allow it to grow more. To, because one of the problems we have is we're a very technical sport and people can't understand it because of the technical nature of rules. I mean, we miss out on viewers and fans because of it, which I think players. has some merit. And players, that's a good point, and umpires. But that's the bottom line to his sport. Oh, I tend to agree with him at a, an overall level, not necessarily with each an individual point that he makes, but stuff like obstruction. The way that rule is written, when you read it in the rule book and then you see the way it's applied at the top level, let alone the level we get to play hockey at, it's like did, why does a rule even exist? Because it's not being um, officiated no, and thank the way God the it, rule th- is written. Thank God it isn't. No, I That way I keep hold of the ball. 
I I would say that the game would be far better if that particular rule was officiated the way that it is written. That particular rule. There's other. I mean, we've often had the conversation about the foot rule. <clears throat> There's a lot hockey has to talk about as far as rules go, but something that caught my eye this week was rumor rules. Have you heard of rumor rules, Matt? Chris Maloney, who uh, is a bloke behind the field hockey discussion forum, sit down, don't look at my screen, because I'm going to ask you some questions. Mm. I'm going to put you through a quiz. Sure. Um, I'm going to get Chris on, because I've got a couple of things I want to talk to him about. But we'll get down, he down might the not, line. He might not want to come and speak to you. No, he might not. It'd be a pity, because I reckon it'd be a pretty entertaining discussion. But anyway, not sledging him, by the way. Just, we'd butt heads and agree to disagree. Right. But anyway, he's put up these rumour rules. I think it's very interesting because, as we've talked about before, there's three different sets of rules in America, where Chris is writing from, and um, we play under one set of rules. Wherever you go in Australia, you're going to play under the same set of rules, technically. So it's, What do you so mean, I technically? Find, you mean actually? Well, it depends on what, what, what oh. he's umpiring the game, under which set of rules you're And that's, that's part of the well, no, that's rules. Not, well, that's... Not right. Junior hockey is 12-minute quarters. Oh, okay. So, yep, you're right. You're correct. But he's posted up um, a thing called Rumour Rules. If you go to the website, uh, not the uh, umpire, umpirehockey.org or go to the... Don't look. You're looking at the questions. <laughs> you're cheating. Get away. I can't. I can't read it. Good. I don't know how you can. You can make that... I've got make fine glasses on. Okay. Yeah. That's how I do it. Um... So go to the Facebook page. That's where he's really big on um, field hockey umpires discussion. Anyway, rumour rules. So, so look, the idea of rumour rules is rules you think that are rules. So are you getting, actually, are you getting paid for this? Because I, no, I only deal in one brand of hockey umpire, and that's FH umpire. So no, this better no, be good. No, no, no. What, what I'm hoping is that, um, well, if Keely had written this, I would have read it. But she didn't, so I, I won't. But I'll read about some of the things. I wanted to, to quiz you on a, on what our perception of what the rules are versus what the rules actually are. So can I ask you some questions? Turn away. Uh, for a goal to be scored on a penalty corner, the ball has to hit the backboard. Uh, incorrect. You're right. It is incorrect. Oh, have you got, oh you're well, working. No, you haven't got the fader up far enough. Can't hear it. Anyway, uh, let's go to another question here. This is These are rules called rumour rules, as I said, that people think are rules but might not be a rule. Deliberately raised hits in the field of play, not a shot on goal, but in the field of play, have to be dangerous to be a foul. Now, is this with a moving ball or a ball from uh, from a free hit or something stationary? You can't un- you can't undercut from something stationary, but you can hit a a ball through the air in open play, and it not not cause any danger and go a clear passage, and it not be a problem. Okay, here is the answer from Chris. No, it is a foul for players to hit the ball into the air unless taking a shot. Danger is a factor on a ball that is hit into the air accidentally. A high hit that isn't a shot is only a foul if it was either intentional or dangerous. So you can accidentally, undangerously lift a ball, but not intentionally, undangerously hit a ball. That's just me being a Gumby. I'm just... I'm right on that one, I'm not... No, you were wrong. You said you could. You can't. Well, no... Well, no... in you fact, I was right. I was right. You can't intentionally lift a ball I in the air. I didn't say intention at all. Anyway, the point... I was right. The point being, if uh, whether Chris is right or wrong, or whether you're right or wrong, is is that not an area of the rules that really needs to be tidied up? Either you can or you can't. What, what's the difference between intentionally and unintentionally if the ball is not dangerous? Well, obviously, umpires can tell whether you meant to do it or not. No, but what I mean is, is that as far as danger goes, I mean, the whole idea of having these rules about raised balls 
is to mitigate danger, isn't it? Yes. So uh, yeah, yeah, to keep us our sport okay, and our so players and, and officials What's the difference and fans between safe? a flicked ball that is undangerous and a, a hit ball that's undangerous? Well, it's the unpredictability of the hit, John, isn't it? Well, why? What flicks are predictable? Are uh, they? What's ridiculous is the intention. You know, that's you know. To, yeah, okay. So these yeah. are the sorts of rules that I think the article Ashley, uh, sorry, yeah, Alexino, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, are getting at. Like what? It, what it's left up to though? Like that doesn't. No, what it's left up to is the is the interpretation from the umpire, basically on on your honesty. And so you could just go, oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah. You know, that's oh, fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. accidentally chipped that ball 45 metres yeah. down the field and yeah. it bounced in front of our forward and they ran in and scored a goal. Because we, I, I, you would have played in the era. That's when, part of the game as well, though. Trap it, trapping a bouncing ball. Yeah, yeah. But what they're saying is if you, if I intentionally did that, it would be a free hit yeah, no, against I, me. Oh, mate, I, but if I, I if I accidentally just chipped that ball forty five metres, oh, obviously that's not going to happen. No, but I loved. I used to love the era where you'd get the uh, get the stick on the angle, oh, the light down in front of the ball, and hit. You know, get a yeah. teammate to hit through it. Oh no! Up, See, I, I, I would take that. I would take that out of it. But I remember the days. No, that's not in it. Obviously, fullbacks used to stand there on the short corner and go, "Radio, whack!" Get right underneath them and send them forty or fifty off a hit. Over the top, exactly the same way they do with an overhead now yeah. off the flick, mm-hmm. but off a hit. But what happened? Everybody started trying to do it. It got dangerous because they weren't skilled enough to be oh, doing that, it. That's right, because they're all so skilled at flicking now it's turned into a non-dangerous activity. <laughs> yeah, Hello. That's right. right. Yes. Yeah. It's all about the coaching, John. So hey, let me ask you another one here, Matt. Uh, because I had a really good one here. Number 23. As long as I keep moving the ball, I can't obstruct. Well, no, that's, that's false. Now, th- you're right according to Chris. But, but. A player can be stationary with a stationary ball and not be obstructing, and a player can be moving the ball and obstruct their opponent. Movement or lack thereof is not a consideration in today. In determining if a player is obstructing an opponent. But I do love backing up my, my big old butt. Roll, roll, roll in the corner, back, you know, get yeah, the bum out, get the bum, get the bum around, and squeeze around, give yourself oh, a bit of room. If there's one rule every hockey player should read, it's the obstruction rule because the way it is, is being, um, adjudicated at the moment is completely wrong. Did you see the video that came up? Uh, last week with the goalkeeper in a US game drop kicking the ball and the debate was over whether it was a, a she when uh, you say drop a, kicking the ball what do you mean well, the so ball was, came well, into so them was, and they no, no, picked no, no, up no, no, on the no, half no. so it was a 16 yeah and one of the defenders I think I'm right with this one of the defenders hands the ball to the keeper hands the, the hand, and the keeper then has the ball in, in, bet- the... in between stick and then being pr- and held on by glove okay um, and then Lifted up into the air and then volleyed and then gone the distance of, of oh, the field. Playing with the rules. Now, yeah. now, um, go to FH Umpires, fhumpires.com and there's, there, that was covered on the, uh, not really Tuesday, uh, the Wednesday, what's it called? Whistling Wednesday. Um, and Keely, Wednesday Keely, with Keely. Keely has covered it on there. Now, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch that. Been a busy boy. How do you how do you um, feel about just off the top of your, the cuff? It doesn't sit well with me. No, it, no. Well, I think the ball's got to be stationary and on the floor. See, if, um, how how about this scenario though? The the player no, takes play, no no player pro- takes yeah. the sixteen. The goalie no problem f- flicks it up with their yeah, stick. No. The ball goes in the air and they drop yeah, kick yeah, it as absolutely. it drops. No I'm dramas. with that hundred percent. No dramas. But. I don't think the keeper can use the, their hand to steady the ball on the no, stick. No, when, and when, when is it in play? So is it as soon as your foot touches the ball that the ball's actually in play? It can't be, can it? It can't be because the ball's not stationary. It's not in line with where necessarily with where the. Is there any other point in the game where a goalie can hold a ball like that? No. No. If, if you did that at it's any gonna other cor- time, it's going to be a corner, isn't it? Or a stroke, yeah. depending on how yeah, you yeah. do it. So why should suddenly they be allowed to do it in that situation? But I'm all for the thought that a goalie would go. 
you know what? If I can get the ball looped up in front of me, I'm drop kicking this bugger. It's going straight over the top. Well, there. no, but maybe maybe you haven't got a team laden with people who can throw a ball 75 metres down you, the field. You've got a goalie got a that goal can drop kick. Can it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Anyway. Wouldn't it be good to see how many, how many guys do you reckon we'd see in our grade or women in our grades? Dude, it'd just be disaster kicking it over the road. Oh, how many of them wouldn't fall? Or <laughs> slip over and the Channel 4 just runs in and says, thanks very much. In fact, I reckon we should promote that rule just for comedic value. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. It's time for... I was, I was just, I was just do, doing one then. And then... Oh, there it is. That's it. Fine. Matt, 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 Matt. Just a, qu- a quick one. It's, just, it's been a while. There's been some comments yeah. going, you know, what's happened to all the features? What's happened to Stick It To John? We should do a Stick It To John. Oh, soon, John. Um, Daryl's keen to get us both back on the turf with a, a different a challenge. challenge. Um, other than the um, the one on ones, strokes was one of them, was it? No, I'll kill you. What was what was another? What, what was the um, other one? I had all sorts of ideas. Are we we're going to do we'll, that over this summer. We, we'll come up with some sort of challenge, umpiring challenge. Match mystery file. Years ago in the hockey circle, this is this one goes back, John, to May nineteen thirty four. Would you believe? Yeah. European statistics published by the International Hockey Federation in 1933 showed that Germany had 513 clubs with a total Ooh. of 27,000 players, men and women. Wow. Holland claimed 12 clubs with 78 players for every 100,000 of their entire population. <laughs> France, what was that noise? France had 67 clubs with 3,500 players. Belgium was fourth with 15 clubs and 1,300 players. The figures revealed that there were nearly 40,000 players in Europe at this period. When was that? 1933. Wow. There's there's 40,000 players at one club in in the Netherlands now. Uh, Records of Great Britain and Ireland were not complete. It was estimated, however, that in 1933 they had some 3,000 clubs with a grand total of 100,000 players. Great Britain and Ireland, 100,000 players. The rest of Europe, 40,000 players. I remember in the early 80s. I was going to say back then in 1933. No, the, the, um, the hockey bulletin that used to be Waha, old hockey WA yes, used yeah. to produce every week. And it had a banner at the top that said so many registered like 67,000 or... No, in my day it, was, it started at 48 and I think it, when they stopped producing it was at 44,000. Right. For Perth, just a metro, yeah, yeah. metro area of Perth, not country leagues and all those other sorts of leagues. But that was still pretty big for a city that was under a million people. That's a pretty good ratio, I would have thought. Anyway, just a quick math mystery file there. Oh, um, good. It's about time we kicked on. Hey, this is our longest, longest one in a while. A couple of other quick things. Do you want a quick stat? Yeah, go on. Um, in 84% of games played in the women's competition at the Tokyo Olympics... A field goal was scored. Really? Yeah, there you go. So only six out of 38 games was there not a field goal scored. One of those was a stroke in a 1-0 win, Netherlands over GB. What, um, what was the, um, in how many, what percentage of games was a penalty corner scored? I didn't do those stats. No, I would have thought that that's a logical step to the next stat because we often hear these penalty corner arguments. Right, that's my homework for next week. I yeah, do that yeah, because... No, yeah, I won't. But. What I'm amazed at is the team... Team... No penalty corner... No penalty corners. Get rid of penalty corners. Brigade fall into two, two teams. One, they're too easy to score off and teams rely on them too much. And the other side is they're useless because no teams can score off them. <laughs> And depending on, on the results at any particular uh, tournament of major hockey that's played, these two sides will stroll out all of these sorts of statistics about them. And the bottom line is that um, neither of you are right. All the statistics point to is that short corners are just another part of the game and they don't guarantee anything. No, no. Um, I did get a bit of concern last Sunday. I was round at a friend, round at JD's place, and we were just 
relaxing and a little bite to eat and mm-hmm. a bit of a chat. And a, a tweet came through um, from our good friend Scott. We must give him a call. Shall we um, Scott Edwards. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Just, we're pretty busy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it read, Matt, just wanted to let you know that a love like ours is love that's hard to find. How could we let it slip away? Did you, well, you sang last week. No, Did well, this is, then, well, no, then, well, no, I had to then, didn't I? Yeah. Because I went, what the fuck have I said now? You saved I thought, well, I thought I might have upset Scott. Um, sorry? Save that for the patron. Right. Right there. Um, and yeah, anyway, it's the Chicago song. That's what, that, that was it. Yeah, I did sing. Sweet Home Apparently. Chicago. No. If you leave me now. Oh, no, I thought you meant, come on, baby, don't you want to go? That one. No, I didn't, didn't yeah. mean that one. Anyway, thanks for, thanks for the, uh, tweet. Um, are you off to the game this weekend? What game? Not you, John, the listener. Oh, I hope so. Shush, give him a chance to answer. Are you off to the game this weekend? Good. Great to hear. Hope you have a win if you're uh, if you're playing, if you're supporting, have fun. Don't forget, pop the podcast on, annoy your uh, teammates, your fellow travellers. That would be good, wouldn't it, John? And uh, most of all, if you are playing, don't forget to give it a whack. And I've got another message uh, to send out, Matt. I've got a message to send out. Yes, it was a blind man. Don't look at our website, folks. Mm-hmm. One, one last one from me. We don't do birthdays. But, Morris, happy 70th. <laughs> My best mate. Love you lots, man. Matt. John. You'll not believe that. What's that? That is the fifth episode of the reverse stick in a row where I haven't done an edit. That's like a record. That's... Episode number two hundred and thirteen, and we've done five in a row. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be um, kind of bragging yeah, about that because we should we, have done edit. We, in what, yeah, it? I think that might be the listener feedback. Oh, you should edit that shit out. <laughs>